Welcome to episode 38 of Lakeshore Christian Church's Midweek Video Podcast. I'm Pastor Randy Cordell. We're coming to you live from our studio at our Antioch campus here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. If you haven't already done so, uh, hit that subscribe button, and you might want to hit that notification bell as well. You'll be notified every time we post a new podcast. On our podcast each week, we've been going a little deeper into the messages that we're uh, in a series at Lakeshore called Easter on Location, and we've been going a little deeper with each week's message in the podcast. Today, though, I wanted to pause and and address uh, a horrific event, a tragedy that happened here in Nashville on Monday of this week. Uh, Many of you, I'm sure, have seen on the news already the school shooting that took place at the Covenant School. Uh, It's a part of Covenant Presbyterian Church. Uh, ministry that they have there with a school that's pre-k through sixth grade three children and three adults were murdered there by the shooter and then the shooter was taken down by the first responders Um, anytime something like this happens there's there's great sadness and shock and uh, certainly questions that you just can't answer uh, right away and some questions maybe we can't answer on this side of eternity Uh, But I did want to address a couple of things. Uh, First of all, I want to offer our prayers and condolences to the family, friends, all those connected with this tragedy. Uh, It has rocked the entire city and and the whole state and the area uh, and the country and the world when things like this happen. Uh, So we want to offer our prayers. Um, We're not going to get into any debates on this podcast with, like so many are already yelling and screaming about... um, political sides of this uh, our our role on this podcast is going to be to pray for and lift up those that are going through this time of suffering uh, and loss that they're feeling the grief that they're feeling uh, i do want uh, to look to some scriptures to help us be reminded of how even in the midst of tragedy like this uh, there's hope uh, it doesn't take away the hurt and that's part of what I want us to talk about. Uh, the hope that we have in Christ doesn't remove us from feeling the emotional pain and suffering that comes with loss and tragedy like this, but it gives us hope in the midst of it. Uh, I want to thank the first responders who responded so quickly uh, to this event. I have no doubt in my mind they they helped spare a lot of lives by heroically rushing in and putting themselves in harm's way to stop this shooting. Uh, Their bravery is captured on body cam uh, that you can view. And and when I watched that that body cam video, I just couldn't imagine uh, how how these men and women who responded first to the scene, knowing, uh, not knowing a lot of the details yet, just knowing that there was a shooting going on and, and rushing in the way they did, was certainly heroic, and I was, I'm so thankful to them and to their families for the service that they give to this, uh, to this town, to this city. Uh, but I also want to address uh, the example we have in Scripture from Jesus because I want all these families and friends and everybody that's rocked by this to know that we have someone we can turn to who truly can relate to and understand and provide for us what we need during times of loss and grief like this. Uh, In John chapter 11, we have the account of of the death of Lazarus and how Jesus responded to it. 
it started off with Jesus getting word that his friend Lazarus was sick. And uh, it was a serious illness. And yet Jesus did not immediately go to Bethany to be with Lazarus or to provide for Lazarus immediately. He delayed uh, going there. And as we pick up in, in John 11 and verse 17, it says, On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been dead or in the tomb for four days. And Bethany, it says, was less than two miles from Jerusalem where Jesus was when he got the word. And so there's questioning going on. Why didn't Jesus come? Why didn't he go ahead and do something about this before Lazarus had died? Uh, and anytime there's loss and there's tragedy and you feel like something could have been done about it, you you feel you have questions. You, you want to know answers to why why he didn't answer the call to come more quickly. And when he did get there, we find that the sisters have questions and concerns about it. Verse 20, when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus gave her this answer. He said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? What a question. Do you believe that in Jesus there is that hope of eternal life? Is that really what you believe about Jesus and what he can do for us? Her answer was, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who has come to the world. There are no easy answers to tragedy and loss. But in the midst of it, Christ followers do have a hope. It is this hope of eternal life provided through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. The children at this school, the teachers at this school, the families at this church were all entering into this season where we remember and celebrate the resurrection of Jesus when this tragedy occurred. And that hope that they have and the celebration of the resurrection doesn't take away their grief. And, and I want us to go back to this story because Jesus is the resurrection and the life, and yet there's a powerful verse in this account. Uh, when he gets there, they take him out to the tomb where Lazarus has been laid. He's been in that tomb for four days. And so Jesus asked where he is, and he's like, come and see, Lord, they replied. Verse 35 is the key verse. It says, Jesus wept. Jesus grieved openly. Now, he knows that he's the resurrection and the life. He knows that he's going to raise Lazarus from the dead. He knows that he has that answer to death, that he is that answer to death. But when faced with the loss of his friend, when he saw the hurt and the pain that were on the faces of Lazarus' sisters and the other mourners who had come there to be with them, Jesus is so moved by that that he grieves over the cruelty and the pain of death. Death is the consequence of sin, and it's the curse of sin that brought death into the world. And 
the only answer, the only cure for sin in the heart of man is the grace and the forgiveness and the renewal and the transformation that's provided through Jesus and putting our faith and our trust in him. But Jesus said even those who do that, while we still live on this earth under the curse of sin, there's going to be trouble and tragedy and heartache and loss. So we live in that in-between time where we have the hope, but we deal with the struggle. We deal with the hurt. We deal with the pain and the loss. There are many going through life in this world without the hope, and they're still having to deal with the loss and the trouble and the tragedy, the suffering of this world caused by the curse of sin. So what separates Christ followers is this. It's not that we don't grieve, and it's not that we don't feel the loss. Jesus himself felt that and just before he went to speak the words and call Lazarus out of the tomb, he was grieving, he was weeping over the loss of a friend. But what separates us is we do know the hope that Jesus is the one who has power over sin and death. I, I can't in any way fix for myself or for any of these that are grieving this terrible loss through this tragedy. We we can't fix this for them. Um, And the debate will go on about steps we could take to help prevent things like this from happening. But in this world, until the time Jesus comes back, until we enter into that perfection of heaven and the glory that's going to be there, there will still be occasions of loss and grief and pain and suffering because of the evil that's in the hearts of man. So we need to offer something substantial, something meaningful, something that has enough depth to it that we can survive, get through, and even find hope and joy again as we face times like this. I believe that Jesus is the only one who offers that, who gives us a reason to still have hope, a reason to still find the comfort that can be found in him. Uh, So I want to encourage everyone as we deal with and work through the grief and the loss to truly turn to the one who can give you comfort while you go through the process. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. We're going to share in the sufferings of Christ in this world, but while we're sharing in the sufferings, we're also going to be able to share in the comfort that only comes through the knowledge of the resurrection, of the victory over sin and death in the grave. So my prayer for all those who might hear this podcast today is that we know where to go with the grief. We know who to turn to. It's the person of Jesus who offers us the hope. So I want to encourage you all to be praying for Nashville, for those that are dealing more personally with this loss because of family or friends who were directly impacted by this shooting, but for the whole city and the whole state and the whole country as we face greater tragedies as we move forward in life, we face these great tragedies in the future. If we lift up Jesus, he said, I'll draw all people to me, and he will 
be the one who provides the hope and the comfort that we need. I am, uh, I am as a pastor, as we look forward to celebrating Easter services here at Lakeshore, I am just reminded that that is the hope of the world. And the more people we can bring to know Jesus and the hope that he brings, the more people we can get to follow the teachings of Jesus, the more we will have victory over sin and the evil uh, in the hearts of man. The more people following the teachings of Jesus, the less people we have who will perpetrate evil acts like this one. I also want to remind us all that uh, according to news reports, the person who perpetrated these acts was going through emotional things and getting counseling and going through some some questioning in their lives, and we don't know all those details. We're not going to know all that was going on in the heart and the mind of someone who would carry this out. But I know this. I know that this person was someone created in the image of God too. And there are others out there who are struggling and going through hard things and questioning and we need to be praying for them and lifting them up and helping them find their way to know and follow Jesus too. We need to be praying for their families, for their friends, and the heartache and the struggle they're going through. And we need to offer that hope to as many as we can reach because that is the thing that makes all the difference. Thank you for listening to my thoughts on this. I know others have thoughts and questions and uh, ideas and ways that, that you think we need to respond to this. But I want us to really focus as Christ followers on responding with hope and an offer of condolences and comfort and strength to help these families out any way that we can and to continue to lift them up. Uh, before we go today, I do want to take a moment. We're going to pray for those that are, are dealing with this right now. Uh, I want to remind you that we have uh, things happening here at Lakeshore that you can go to our website at lakeshorechristian.com. Uh, you can get more information there. We want to invite you to come and be a part of our, our church services and activities that are going on here. Uh, but I want to close today with this podcast. I want to close with just a word of prayer for those that are going through and feeling the grief and the loss and the suffering that we're feeling right now here in Nashville. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that it is through Jesus that we can boldly approach your throne of grace and find the help that we need. As we read in your word about when Jesus died on the cross, it tells us that the curtain in the temple was torn in half from the top to the bottom. And Father, we know that that is symbolic of the fact that you now invite us directly into your presence, into your throne of grace, through the way made possible through Jesus and his sacrificial death. On behalf of the family and the friends, all those that have been affected directly by this horrible tragedy, the shooting that took place, Father, I pray for their grieving hearts, for them to be able to find some comfort during this time that they would find the provision they need as they turn to you to to be able to get through this and to even find hope and comfort as they go through there are going to be moments days weeks even for years to come there'll be moments where this this hurt and this pain will resurface again and father i pray that they would always know they can come to you I pray that their church families would continue to come around them, that the community 
uh, of followers of Jesus will continue to come around these that are grieving and offer support and comfort and help. And may we all find our hope in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I pray that you would stay connected so we can continue to connect and grow and serve together here at Lakeshore Christian Church.